Hey, howdy, hey, friends. My name is Glenn, and welcome to the Rope Droppers Podcast, your one-stop shop for all your Disney needs. I am 22 years old, and I am a advent disney fan you know it's one of my favorite things in the world what's really been the point that i've bonded with colby and landon with about more than anything been going since i was a kid worked at disney for a little bit but you know now i am here with my two friends and i'm colby i am 26 years old i'm gonna be 27 really soon <laughs> like in nine <laughs> days when this podcast release but i'll just enjoy being 26 for a few more yeah. days I'm the Absolutely. old guy of the podcast, I guess you could say. Everyone yeah. needs one. Right. So I grew up going to Disney, and it's just it's just been a big blessing for my family and I to be able to do that. And so I've just grew this love for Disney over time. And I'm an avid Disney pin collector. I've been collecting since I was 13 years old. We're actually sitting in a room in my house right now with literally – a thousand to two thousand pins around us so yeah, it's a little anxiety inducing but in the best way possible but yeah so i'm just thankful that we get to do this podcast together yeah my name is landon i'm 20 years old you could say i'm the young guy of the podcast right, again um, just like i said everyone needs one so. yes yes so my background in disney is we just grew up going to disney me and my family and i just always loved it it was one of my favorite vacations there's all these pictures of me as a kid just crying whenever i'm having to leave disney Mm. Um, it has a special place in my heart and actually my current um, I'm very excited when this idea was presented about doing this podcast. It just really got me hyped up and yeah. we're here now, so let's do this thing. So the show's gonna be split up into different sections. Today we only have like a couple and they'll continuously evolve. You know, we're gonna keep rotating them in and out. But today our first segment of the show is it's the hot take segment. So Ooh, spicy. Yeah. I love me some hot takes. It's gonna be burning up in here now, but Basically, here's what we're doing. So we're, it's going to start with Colby, and then it's going to go with Glenn, and then myself. And we're all going to give a hot take on what we would change with the parks or just something in Disney that we would change that not everyone would agree with, but we could have mixed feelings about. So Yeah. All right. So I'm going to kick us off. So just to give you a little background on my vision for the parks and what I like. I like it when things change. <laughs> I'm not a fan of going to the parks and it being the same thing over and over again. I would rather see everything change with the exception of, you know, like four to five things probably like at all of Disney. Hmm. Interesting. So I think Fantasyland right now, the new Fantasyland is in a really good spot. You know, it's recently made just in 2012 or so. Ten years ago. Goodness. Yeah. It's, it, but in Disney terms, that is pretty recent. Right. So. In Disney yeah. terms, that's one of the newer things. And I just think it's in a really good place. But what I don't like is its next door neighbor the storybook circus also a newer edition <laughs> like right it's i think it's a well. total waste of space and <laughs> i would love for them to get rid of it all and extend fantasy land. all of it yes okay all of it like yeah. you know dumbo you you can take out dumbo and you can make a dark ride for dumbo because we don't need three spinner rides in magic kingdom do but we? i would much rather get rid of the other two before i got rid of dumbo hey fair enough you know the barnstormer great can, ride can for leave kids and obviously i know it's not made for me but at the same time like there's other rides that are good for kids yeah i don't like, really need it for as far as uh, starter coasters go you know I, I think that you know there's another great starter coaster right in Fantasyland, and that is the seven doors my dream so yeah. yes yes yeah like for it's a it's a good kid ride so and the big top circus like what can you Trash. buy in there that you can't Trash. buy at the emporium you know three hundred roads away so i think that you could put another castle back there i'm proposing that you put like the agrabah castle out there okay you know and aladdin for have a more featured area give them a dark ride give them whatever you want yeah but there's a lot of space back there and also there's my one of my main issues with that area is 
they have like a splash pad zone. Absolutely. And, you know, Glenn, tell me how much it is to go to Disney World right now. One day ticket. I mean, roughly. Like, it varies depending on the day you go because that's just how Disney does things now. But it's like about 139 bucks a day. Yeah, so we're talking 140 bucks. And peak season, it's going to be like 160 150 Yep. Crazy. And, you know, this is the premier park theme park in disney as well as the u.s so why do we have a splash pad when it costs 150 bucks to get in yeah it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me and i don't entirely disagree with that point i think that the splash pad's a waste of space especially considering disney has two great water parks but my issue with that is that the water parks cost like an extra like 60 70 bucks a day to get into and that that price just isn't worth it to me so i think that they should just include like do like the park hopper and more option again like they used to do and just include water parks in on the park hopper tickets so that way you know you can break up the day and go to the water park in the morning and go to the park like in the evening and like enjoy your day like and let your kids get that splash in you know i I think that that, that's a valid point yeah yeah i mean yeah everything else said i fully agree with Okay. Okay. Wow. So is wow. it is it really that much of a hot take? I don't know. Cole. Maybe, <laughs> I mean, maybe not that it. side. Just about the like the water side of things. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And the ticket prices, like I think it's a little too high not to have that included, and you having to pay a premium if you want to do that. I don't think they're popular enough for that premium. Yeah. And I think Disney to just bring people over there to those parks, which needs to be a goal of theirs, is just include that in your ticket, and then you can take away these splash pads, and then you can Absolutely. build better stuff there and just replace it, and just overall and make yeah. everything better. And honestly, like if we're like, you can just completely like take out like, what is it? A speedway and everything over there and make that a whole new oh, land. Oh, bro. Take away it. speedway. I don't think anyone's going to be mad about <laughs> it. Bulldoze it. Yes. <laughs> Fill it with gunk. Get on, out Bob. the crane. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a hot take as far as like, it's a relatively new area that Disney has done something pretty well with. And Dumbo is a staple ride. It's in Disney's marketing. It's everywhere. Meh. So, I mean, you can say that. It's Who not, cares, though? Uh, but it's, not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's just a spinner ride. It is, but there are other spinners that I like even less. So I wonder what percent of today's kids have seen Dumbo. Like, like I couldn't tell you the last time I saw it. Yeah, and, no, me neither. So and It's not even necessarily also, about that. I, think I know, it's just, I know. The, just it's iconic. And, yeah, keeping in the it parks. relevant. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, don't, I think it's a good hot take, and, you know, Considering the one I'm going to say, I don't think it's the most controversial thing that's going to be said on this podcast today. I think Disney should completely replace Sunset Boulevard with an Avengers campus. You know, I... Wow. No comment. Speech a little <laughs> That's bit. definitely hot. <laughs> I mean, Turn the air on, that's, please. Yes, <laughs> that's spicy. Get the buckets of water now. Yeah. I, go, well, what, why do you think that? Well, okay. So my thing is, is that there are two rides on Sunset Boulevard that honestly are fan favorites. But they already have counterparts in different parks around the world that have already been reskinned to an Avengers Campus esque thing. So, like the one in Disneyland that was Tower of Terror is now Mission Breakout, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. And the Rock and Roller Coaster in Disneyland Paris is now an Iron Man coaster and it's in their Avengers Campus. So, I think that Disney could easily plug and play those projects there. And there are things like, like Beauty and the Beast Live on Stage isn't that great. And before people riot at me on Instagram or anything like that, I'm not touching Fantasmic. Fantasmic can stay. That's that's my one, it better, one condition. It better. Yeah. But everything else can go. The food there is subpar. You know, everything about it can just can go for me. So, yeah. Thoughts, opinions, you know, anything? I like it how it is. Yes, there do need to be changes. I think I would start with just retheming Rock and Roller Coaster. I think that's in the near future for Disney and just maybe some plants they have down the road. But I think just the Aerosmith is not what it needs to be right now for Absolutely. making it, it the was, best. It's just run its course. Like it, yes. it had a yeah. place. 
at one point and it made sense, but it's not really making sense anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I agree. Yeah. And I really do love Tower of Terror. I would like it to stay, but if we're changing it, I would like to see new ideas and maybe hear those out as well. I don't really want Marvel in Hollywood Studios right there yep. in particular because I think that's just an iconic area. And I think that just takes you back into in time of a certain style of movies and style of culture that has gone away. Yeah, and, the Hollywood that never was, I feel like, is the goal for that area. And I actually... I disagree. I don't want it to change, which okay. I said that there was like four or five things I didn't really want to see change. This is kind of on the list. I'm not... At some point, I want to hear those other four or five yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, but so. so... Well, the castle is one. I mean, obviously. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Sunset Boulevard, I just think it's themed really well. Could they, you know, bring better rides there? I guess at the same time i just love the theming of the hollywood that never was it's just it's yeah. magical to me and yeah. i think yeah. that they have hollywood boulevard like would be like they have other parts of the park that they could implement that into really really well and i think as long as you're not getting rid of that aspect of hollywood studios you know in the name like the main boulevard you're putting the like people who do performances on sunset boulevard you put them over there you expand it a little bit you know so i don't know i'd like to see it change but that's just me and that's my hot take so you know landon we haven't talked about yours what what's yours you know yeah so i don't want to see marvel there i think marvel has its place in disney and i okay. think that should go in future world where mission space is starting out okay seeing cosmic rewind there i think that's just 10 out of 10 ride everything about it i just love and being Completely able to just agree. move forward and form what that area of the park is could be a huge step for epcot i agree but it's mostly because i've rode mission space like 50 times probably at this point and yeah. i'm just and like it's the same story over and over again. Also, I just I don't really know how relevant it is anymore to the park's vision. Future World is now split up into like three different neighborhoods. I don't know what neighborhood Cosmic Rewind specifically Opca lives Epcot in. Epcot is just a mess. It's a bit of a mess. Yeah. I, I do want to spend an episode at some point talking about just how to how we would fix it and how it what direction I think the park should go because I think it does consistently ever since ever since they wiped out interventions like. It's had an identity crisis for a while ever since they started doing the Epcot overhaul. Yeah, it's true. And so I'm not opposed to more things going away in Epcot. And I think if you could plug and play Avengers Campus there really, really well, I wouldn't be opposed to it. But we already have the play pavilion that's indefinitely paused. Like Epcot just has so much of an identity crisis that I would like them to do something really, really well for once in Epcot. So Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I think that's, a, that's an excellent point. And, you know, I think that speaking of Epcot and like, you know, its identity crisis and how it's held this special place in our hearts for years and years. And basically that place in our hearts is history. Speaking of the history of Epcot, and since we're changing things up there, why don't we jump into the history of something else in the Disney history section of this podcast? What is that? You know, it's January 1st, 2023. So I think we should look back through the decades of things that have happened on January 1st in Disney World. Yeah. And, you know, the thing that we're going to talk about today, you know, is one of my favorite things on property. It happened in 1994 in Magic Kingdom, you know, Sunny Eclipse blessed the world with his presence for the very first time. And honestly, I'm just so happy with that. Couldn't be more happy with the opening of Starlight Cafe in the Magic Kingdom on January 1st, 1994. So, yeah, I mean, it's a good place to cool off and eat. And of course, you got Sunny Eclipse. Yeah. Uh, and himself. One of the most rare pins that I'm looking for is the Sunny Eclipse 100 transactions pin. So if you... If you find 
that pin and you le it leads me to a deal, I'll pay you 45 bucks to $50. Literally, I'm just going to throw that out there right now. Okay. We'll post it on the Instagram too alongside the stories that right. we'll post for this episode. So if you are if you see it anywhere, you know, hit my vocal be up, you know? Yeah. And if you find it, I'll give you 55 just so I can <laughs> trade it to Colby. <laughs> So, you know, while we're talking about the quick service restaurant at Magic Kingdom, why don't we go ahead and jump into the next section of the podcast, Landon? What's that section going to be? Yeah, so right now we're about to do a draft of our favorite quick service restaurants on Disney property. So it can be at Disney Springs, any of the parks, and the resorts. It's going to start with me, go to Colby, and then end off at Glen, and it's going to circle back around to me again. Okay, okay. Yeah, that'll be it'll be a good time. Sweet. Yeah, so Let's do it. What's your 1.1, bro? Let's hear 1. it. 1. All right. With the first overall pick, I'm taking Connections Cafe in Epcot. All right. That's a good pick. It's a yeah. solid pick. Honestly, of the quick service restaurants Disney has opened over the past like couple years, 10 out of 10. Best yeah. one. So I think they took some really nice time in designing this and just updating this side of Epcot. And just the food there is great. They have free refills, which is essential in my book for a lot of these. Yeah. yeah. Being able to see them work on the food with that glass is really cool. And I like yeah. that. And their menu is just superb. It's such good yeah, food. Nice I, place. I'm happy with it. And I honestly, I was a little worried about that side of Epcot. Whenever I saw the concept art and everything, I thought it was going to be a bit sterile with the way it looked. Yeah. But with the opening of the new shop there, yeah, and yeah, it, yeah. like that whole new side of Future World is just so beautifully put together. It even, looks good. Yeah, Club Cool, all that jazz. For like sure. Everything that went down over there looks really, really good. So I'm happy yeah. with it. Yeah. All right, Colby, what's your first round pick? So with my first round pick, I'm going to take Polite Pig. Oh. which is in Disney Springs. Nice. That's it's very good, good. It has a great chicken sandwich. There's really all the food there has been it's yep. just really high quality. The prices are similar to what you would pay in the parks, but the food quality is just a lot better. Yeah, that's uh, a good thing about Disney Springs. Yeah, Disney yeah. Springs has a lot of good places to eat. One of my favorite places to go, like, and just, hey, let's go eat. Let's go hang out, shop a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's a, just a relaxing time there, in my opinion. <laughs> Because you can just park at Lime Garage and just right. walk on down to it. It's a good restaurant, and, and you get a good bang for your buck. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. All righty. So Free get, refills as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I think I'm going to be the first person with something on my list that doesn't have free refills, and I'm a little ashamed of it. But honestly, for anyone who knows me and Disney and the way I start my vacation, uh, I'm going to pick Casey's Corner, which for my family is a classic thing we do every time. As soon as we get into Magic Kingdom or as soon as we get there, get off what used to be Magical Express or now our Uber. We head straight to Magic and get some Casey's Corner and just start our vacation off right. So, you know, I'm really, I'm hyped about Casey's. It's good food. Really yeah, good yeah. food. That's a great tradition. Me and my family also do that. It's really one of my favorite places, not just the mini corn dogs or the hot dogs there. Like it's the atmosphere, the ballpark style stuff. I really like that. Yeah. So I really respect that pick. Good one. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. it's it's not my favorite. I think most of the reason people like it is because it's on Main Street. I think if there was no nostalgia in for me, it definitely wouldn't be up on my list. Yeah. But I could probably say that about most of my favorite things about Disney. So Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. All right. Landon, what's your next pick? What's your number two? All right, so with my next pick, we are staying in Epcot, going over to America to Regal Eagle. Ooh. Nothing but respect. Okay. That's a yes, good pick. yes. So growing up, my dad would always, he loves barbecue, so we would always go eat at barbecue places. So now that I'm kind of on my own a little more, that's not something I like to eat. But Colby um, was like, we have to go to this place our last trip. So he took me there for the first time, and man, it was amazing. I love the barbecue there, all different types of styles from all over America. And I think it just gives great variety. There's yeah. also what? 
There free, is free refills. Free refills. Also, the portions there are just yeah. like really nice size. Yeah. Like, like half a chicken for like the same price as a chicken sandwich right. anywhere else right. is, yeah. a, is a really, really good thing. A good bang for your I can't your believe buck. Colby took you there for the first time, too. Colby took me there for the first time. That's crazy. Look at this man. I was also there on the opening day. Uh, wow. <laughs> Big flex. Big Let's flex. go, Colby. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's <Alrighty>. true. <laughs> All right, Colby, who's your number two? All right, so for my number two, I'm going to take Primo Piatto, which is the quick service in Disney's Riviera Resort. Oh, respect, um, respect. It's a beautiful restaurant, first of all. Lots of seating. I love the aesthetic in there. It's just a quick Skyliner ride from Hollywood Studios or Epcot to the Riviera. Riviera is one of my favorite resorts in general, and the food at Primo Piatto is really good. has free refills, and I just think it's a great way to take a second and relax, ride the Skyliner over, have a nice meal, free refills, walk around the resort for a bit, then go back to the park and be able to take on the rest of the day. And the food's just really good compared to, you know, some other Disney food. Especially if you're starting off your day off at Hollywood Studios, it's it's a much better option than most things at Hollywood I agree. Studios. Yeah. So, and honestly, being able to like, jump on the Skylander, a little bit of hack, for head to the Riviera and mobile order once you're heading to the Riviera. So that way, by the time you mobile order, get off the Skyliner and press I'm here, by the time you get to the restaurant, your food will be done. So, you know, it's a, it's, it's a pretty good time. Yeah, no, good choice, Colby, good choice. Yeah, yeah, I love that place. All righty. So, you know, surprisingly, I thought mine would go way quicker, but I guess that's why I have them on my list. I'm going to take the one that we talked about in the Disney history section of this podcast, Starlight Cafe. You know, I already said why I love the restaurant in the history part, but this one's just another one of those classic nostalgia places for me. It's not that great of food, all things considered. I think at Magic, it's about the standard. There's not a lot of good places to eat at Magic. So the atmosphere in here, the amount of like how easy it is to find a table here versus anywhere else. It's it's really nice. And being able to hear those space angels like uh, like harmonize while I eat my food is yeah, honestly yeah. A, necess- a big necessity for my vacation. So, yeah. yeah. Very easygoing place. Lots of seating. And yeah. Even though sometimes you still have to fight for a seat there. Yeah, that is, that right. is it's so busy. That is true, yeah. especially if you want a booth up in the top level. People oh, yeah. people take their shoes off and relax in that section. Yeah. So. <laughs> hey, that's that's barnyard behavior. <laughs> that is take barnyard. Take your shoes off. Yeah, but it, hey, people want to let their dogs out. It's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, Put yeah. the dogs away. <laughs> All righty. All righty, Landon. So it's your turn for your next round pick. Yeah, swinging back over to me. I'm going to travel on over to Hollywood Studios. I'm going with ABC Commissary. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think they've really improved their game over the year man like they have free refills now big respect you know it's you know it's on all our lists then yeah they have their own private restroom there which can be like a big deal to a lot of people they want something nice it's not too busy so there's that and the food there has taken it up to the next level yeah their menu has changed over the years and it's been it's it's good now it's really good it's definitely one of the more like premium feels more like a premium product when you walk in the door because they have like Landon said, the private bathroom, the refill station. It's like its own little like sit-down restaurant like for a quick service price. Yeah, and right? they don't so, let you in if you're not eating. Yeah. Unless you go you know? in the side door. Yeah, you're right. Which is what we did a few times. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> you just need a minute to unwind. The side door came in clutch. <laughs> Another one of those Disney hacks for you who are yeah. listening and yeah. going to the park soon. Good choice. Good choices all around so far. I like that. ABC commentary. And the buffalo chicken sandwich there, or buffalo grilled cheese. Yes, it's so, so good. Such good food. All right, so my next pick, I, I think it's really good value here because I think it's one of the more unique restaurants in Disney right now, but Satuli Canteen. They have the cheeseburger pods. They have those platters. I've never really had something there that I didn't like. I've always enjoyed it, and it's just really unique. Like It's it's not your your standard Disney burger. The pricing is 
pretty similar. I think it's a little higher, but you are getting a little more food. And it just really feels like you're in Pandora when you're in there. Also, it does have free refills, which is great. Let's go. Yep, the, pretty, theming, the theming in there is just really nice. And I just, overall, I like it a lot. Honestly, I've only eaten there once, and it was with you this last trip. So, But I got, hey. the, I got the burger pods, and yeah. they were they were They're so, good, right? They were really good. That's some good yeah. chips in there, good too. Good chips. <sighs> Those yeah. free refills, though. Honestly, a dream. I know, Honestly. Yeah. I wish everyone had it, but... Most of mine yeah. don't. I believe you're up next. Oh, you're I up. am up. Yeah, I was going to skip. You know, I was going to let you go again, but I guess I, I wish, can go. I but I want to hear yours uh, first. Okay. Well, I'm going to actually leave Magic Kingdom for a little bit. A bit of a controversial decision for me, <laughs> but I'm going to jump on over to Hollywood Studios and snag this one off the board before anyone else can. And I'm going to take uh, Woody's Lunchbox. Ooh. It's it's honestly really good. It's a good, good. One. Yeah, it's, that's it's a great a, pick. It's a good twist on classic foods. And their drinks there, this, all across the board, their menu is pretty great. Yeah. That so, Mystic Portal Punch. It, it hits different. It's especially good. Especially in Toy Story Land where it's yeah. basically a sauna. So, yeah. <laughs> it is yeah. so hot over there. there. There's just not enough shade. And I think they're trying to fix that. Yeah. They've done better. Yeah. They've added some to Woody's Lunchbox. So. Right. And yeah. eventually we're going to have a sit-down restaurant over there at some point. Eventually. So, it's been building for like three, four years now. But yeah. it looks like they're actually making some it's progress It's just now. a restaurant. Just get it done. <laughs> but Woody's Lunchbox, honestly, one of my favorite uh, quick service restaurants yeah. on property. So. And I think that's a great example of the atmosphere. I'm giving some points there as well. Yeah, because it's so hot. I'm just talking about like the style of just feeling like you're in the set, like you're one of the toys and you just get to go eat a lunchbox. Yeah, big things that should be small. Honestly, one of my favorite parts about that land. So, yeah, it's just so hot. That's only (laughs) I can't can't reiterate that enough. Yeah, so you're going to want to buy one of those water fans. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So now it's actually your turn, Landon. Go ahead. All right. With my final pick. So I was really indecisive on this one. I didn't know if I wanted Flame Tree Barbecue or Pizza Rizzo, but I realized I was like, Whoa. We, Both gotta, mid. "We gotta go, man! You could have taken either one." Yeah. <laughs> Good fourth round pick. Yeah. Okay, guys. <laughs> but I was like, "Okay, I have to go with the Disney Pizza. It's a classic for me." It is. It is. Yeah. So it's it's been there all through the years with me. But I'm going there. I love the upstairs. Just the secret room up there that not many people know about it has a disco ball in there dance floor like it's really cool vibe it's a good time yeah so i like that pizza's good too let yeah, me p- ask you this what's better pizza rizzo or pizza planet pizza planet bro you could, you could <laughs> okay, finish but eating I think and both go play you, some i think games. both of you were sleeping on pizza safari let's be clear <laughs> oh <laughs> no what kind of games are you playing at pizza rizzo or pizza safari the uh, one thing i hated about pizza planet it was it's called it, taking a nap in good air it didn't it just didn't live up to the example the movie had when, when yeah. they went into in the movie it was this grand, like, really cool place. You know, yeah, dark yeah. lights and, like, LED lights everywhere almost. It was like a main event, basically. Chuck E. Yeah. Cheese on steroids. Yeah. yeah, and so, but then you walked into this pizza plant, and it was such a buzzkill, in my opinion, because it just wasn't nice. I will say it didn't live up to the movie. And no, I it, pretty, does, yeah. it just doesn't, like, in general. Hey, but the good thing is the pizza is exactly the same after 20 years. So, you yeah. know, you can still get the same pizza that you got there. No, honestly, like, you're a big Muppet guy, I guess, because two of your, <laughs> yeah, two yeah. Of your picks have to... <laughs> <Same thing>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm actually not a big Muppets guy, but hey, I guess I, I don't know. Today. I don't know if I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> it seems a little gaslighting to me, but that's fine. <laughs> All right, Colby, who's your, who's your final round For my pick? final pick, I'm going to go with Chicken Guy oh, at Disney Springs. Classic. Uh, one of my favorite places in general to eat on property. I love Guy Fieri. I think he's hilarious. I mean, this food is really good. 
So yeah. I like supporting them in general. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, I think the best chicken, chicken on property. Chicken there is very good. I could mobile order it from work and nice. I could go pick it up. So it was a lot of fun. And also they just expanded the area to sit. So now they have a hu- another huge seating area. So And free refills. And free refills. Hey, which those is, are a must. Which free is, refills. There are free refills. Which, have we mentioned free refills yet? <laughs> hey, guys, I don't know if you know this, but <laughs> free refills. Let us know on Instagram. Do you like free refills? <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's just that. You know the principle of you buy a drink for what three ninety five. Yeah, you overpay for a drink. Yeah, you should be and able then to get. they don't let you refill. It's like kind of a slap in the face almost. Yeah, I agree, but uh, Chicken Guy, good pick. It's interesting that two of your four picks are not Disney restaurants. That's and then Primo Piatto is, is in a resort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair well, enough. it's just I'm putting Disney on notice that they need to improve their food. Yeah, Bob Iger, this is a call to action. We know you're listening. Yeah, take a step up with the food. And then drive your bulldozer over to Storybook <laughs> Circus. And, and then on your way out, hit up Speedway with yeah. it. Yeah. All right. So, you know, thank goodness nobody took my last round. I know it was on everybody's list. I'm going with, going back to Magic Kingdom, and I'm picking up Launchpad. Launchpad is my okay. fourth-round pick. Yeah. And not because it's good food, but because it has great food. Okay. I like it. <laughs> it has. It does have the most elite snack of it all It does. Time. It does. Cream cheese stuffed pretzels Ooh, and a frozen good. Coke on any day oh, of the let's year. let's go is by far the best snack combo you can get on property and i will fight people for this so yeah it's it's not necessarily a restaurant but we're gonna let this one slide okay okay it's some quick (laughs) it's quick service it is quick service hey i can i can mobile order from there so yeah Yeah. and they do have hot dogs it's really good honestly it's better than cosmic rays hot take I don't, take. I don't know if I, I, I cosmic ray was higher on my list and I completely agree with that. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I really like that drafts guys. Say good yeah, picks yeah. all around. You guys kind of want to recap what we got. Landon, you can go first. Yeah, I'll start out. So I started us out with the number one overall pick. I picked connections cafe. And then at the fourth pick, I had regal Eagle also in Epcot, both of those. Then moving on over to Hollywood, I had ABC commissary and pizza Rizzo. Respect, respect. Very nice. Uh, my first pick was the Polite Pig. Then I had Primo Piatto. And then I had Satuli's Canteen. And then, of course, I had Chicken Guy with my boy, Guy Fieri. Wow. And then my number one pick was Casey's Corner. Then we moved on to Starlight Cafe. Then we moved on even lower and went to Woody's Lunchbox, then Launchpad. You know, guys, I think we all have pretty elite lists. And, yeah, that was good. That was I fun. wonder what the listeners think. About who has, who the, has, best has the best one? list? It's, it's definitely me. <laughs> we need to put up a we're gonna put up a story right on instagram and you can go and vote sweet absolutely over the next 24 hours and you know whoever wins gets the bragging rights gets the, the bragging glory rights belt, the so glory belt yep yes yep. that'll be fun i will hey thank you so much for joining us for our first episode this was a really good time and if you're still listening then you are an og listener of the rope droppers podcast and we really appreciate you let us know who had the best draft and what you thought of the episode in general We are so excited for this project, and we look forward to bringing you all more content. Yeah. No, I'm super hyped to be doing this with Landon and Colby. I think all of our loves for Disney just really is going to make this podcast go above and beyond. So I'm excited for you all to see. We have a newsletter launching this January that I'm really hyped about. We also have a website launching as well as some other projects you'll be able to see over on our Instagram. If you all want to follow us there at the Rope Droppers Podcast. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. If you have any suggestions on what you want to see in the future, just go over to Instagram and Leave us a DM or a comment, and we would love to try to make things work. Absolutely. It's a good time. We want to connect with you as well in general. Yeah, absolutely. So follow our personal accounts as well. Yeah, they're all it's all there in the description, or you can check us out at the at Rope Droppers Podcast, and you'll be able to see all our Instagrams in the bio there. So yeah. Absolutely. I'm Colby. I'm I'm Landon. And I'm Glenn. 
And this was the Rope Choppers Podcast. See you real soon. Bye-bye. Thank you.